Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action live from the South Point. Glad you could hang out with us tonight, Thursday night. It's just a Funny for us not to have a football game on Thursday nights. We got so used to it during football season, but now a couple weeks without it. Uh, nonetheless, a lot of football talk. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. We'll talk some tennis. Trey Wingo will join us this hour. First, an update on all the scores and the uh, Warriors not really cutting into that lead, are they? No, not at all. That is 85 to 51. They've cut it to 34. <laughs> 88 to 51. Seven minutes remaining. No, six and a half minutes remaining in the 37. third. 37. 27 and a half points is the live line on this. 225 and a half. The live total. Let's see. We've got Steph Curry with 10 points, seven rebounds, four assists. You know, we've talked about some of his struggles lately. He's really just not shooting it much tonight. He's three for nine from the field. Clay Thompson, one for eight from the field. So that's not really going to get it done. Wiggins, the only one having a halfway decent game. He's got 14 points, uh, five for 10 from the field. Giannis. Man, Giannis with 25, 9, and 9, so he's in, on triple-double watch. Middleton's got 20 points. Bobby Portis has got 20 points. Grayson Allen with 13, so they're getting some help all around. Uh, elsewhere, Timberwolves up on the Grizzlies, 47-44. Grizzlies, one-and-a-half-point live favorite, 226-and-a-half the live total. Pelicans all over the Clippers at the half, 53-34. to uh, Pelicans, 16-and-a-half-point live favorites, 193-and-a-half the live total. And the Thunder out to a lead over the Nets, 25-17, to 17, four minutes remaining in the first quarter. The Nets still a two-and-a-half-point live favorite, 220-and-a-half is the live total. On the ice, Bruins lead the Flyers 3-2, second intermission. Bruins minus 750 live, Flyers plus 425, 7 is your live total. Blue Jackets all over the Hurricanes, 5 to nothing, 13 rem- minutes remaining in this game. Lightning up on the Canucks, 2 to 1, third period getting period getting set at to start. Lightning minus 650, Canucks plus 400, live total of 5, juice to the over. Jets lead the Red Wings 2 to nothing, 245 remaining in the second period. If you wanted to get in live on the Red Wings, you can get 8 to 1. Four and a half is your live total. Islanders up on the Devils 2 to 1, seven minutes remaining in the second period. Uh, Islanders minus 600 live, Devils plus 380, live total of six. Sabres and Predators all tied up at one. Uh, second period just getting started. Live lines are currently off the board. And oh me, oh my, the Kraken are up on the Blues. Oh my. One nothing. 
You need first a moment? intermission. You need some time? What, when is this? Hey, you can get in first on the, intermission. You, yeah. yeah, you can get oh, in I on the blue. Live, I got a live bet. The Blues blue. live one plus one hundred five right now. Spite bet. Spite bet. I like it. Minus one forty on the Kraken live total of five, juiced to the over, and the Blackhawks are up on the Canadiens one to nothing. Nine minutes remaining in the first period. Chicago minus six fifty. Montreal plus three ninety five and a half. Your live total in that one. And top twenty five college basketball going on. We have one game in action. Texas Tech gonna beat Oklahoma State. They're up seventy three to fifty two. Two minutes remaining in that game. All right. Um, let's talk some tennis before we talk to Trey Wingo on the NFL. Australian Open begins on Sunday, so uh, we're enjoying football right around the uh, third game, sometime in the second half. The Australian Open will commence. In Melbourne, as they pronounce it there, uh, down under. So the first thing, yes, sir, you, you got it in? You got the bet? Plus 115 on the Blues. Uh, nice. Plus, plus 115 on the Blues. Seamus Power up to seven, seven under now, too. Kevin Nah had the decency to par a hole. Thanks very much. Yeah, <laughs> how nice of him. Oh, here's one of those weird, so we, we talk about this all the time. Like, here's one of those things where my, the, the, the better in me, is I'm like, so Seamus, keep doing this, just don't win. Because then I will have this horrible feeling on the inside oh, yeah. that I didn't bet him out. Have you ever hit one of those yet? I've never done it yet. It scares me. Yeah. Or not in years, at least, of like yeah. a, of only having a top 20 bet and it wins the outright. Oh, yeah. Because I have him 10, 20, and 40. Betting is so funny. The psychology of it. Like, you won. Yeah. But you could have won more. It's almost amazing that's not that didn't happen to us once last yeah. year with all those we bet. So basically, keep it up, buddy. Just don't keep it all the way up. Be good. Turn it up to level 9, don't just be not don't to level 10. Don't take it to 10. 10. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it to 10. Level 9 is fine. Level 10, not so much. So, uh, Novak Djokovic still sits in limbo. He was allowed in Australia. Then he was told, your visa's being canceled. <laughs> then his visa was reinstated. Then the draw yesterday at the Australian Open was delayed an hour and a half, presumably because they were waiting some word on Novak. Then they went ahead and put out the draw. And now, as he sits in limbo, Novak Djokovic is the number one seed, the world number one, no surprise there. The draw was put out, and we have a situation where, if they bounce, my word, Djokovic from Australia before his first match time is scheduled... Then they can rejigger the entire draw and move around the brackets. If he is bounced, my word again, from Australia after the first matches are scheduled, then they can't do that anymore, and a lucky loser from the qualies will move into his spot. Okay, now how does that affect our betting? Well, Matt and I, we both have Alexander Zverev, Sasha Zverev at plus 650 to win this from back in December. Now, Sasha Zverev's at 3-1. to one. Now, what has happened is this, is that Joker and Zverev are in the same half of the bracket, whereas Medvedev, just like in the U.S. Open, chilling on his side. And honestly, those are the three guys that can win this tournament, if you really want to know the truth, on the men's side. So Medvedev's got a, you know, it's pretty favorable for him, the number two guy. We always knew it was going to be Joker on one side, Medvedev on the other. But if Djokovic has to go... Our Sasha Zverev looking pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. I would feel pretty good about that. Yeah. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the at the bracket right now, and I mean, so let's say Djokovic does play. Play. Mm-hmm. He could, in theory, if if um, if everything kind of holds on here, he could have a match against Carlos Gar- Garcia. Carlos, um, oh, Alcaraz. Alcaraz. Alcaraz Garcia. He's um. 
He's interesting. He's an interesting player. That could be at least a little bit of a challenge on the, the way. The two guys in his quarter are Carlos Alcaraz, who people will remember making a great run at the U.S. Open, and I guess Yannick Sinner, too. No, oh, excuse me, Cameron, uh, where are we going? Which going? Corda Nori is also like two guys in there. But generally, those are the only three guys that could beat him. Though I will say this. Djokovic plays this tournament. He is going to be the villain, which oh. he's not used to at this tournament. Booed every time he steps on the court. And he gets angry. So I don't know. It's going to be fascinating. But I would agree with you that uh, Alcaraz, and I would throw in uh, Nori and... Uh, who was Nori playing again? Nori and Corda as the only guys yeah. in that side. I said center, but Nori, Corda, and Alcaraz. But that's that quarter. Second quarter, but still that half, is our Sasha Zverev mm. quarter. Berrettini's not in form. I mean, Opelka's got the serve. He's right? always dangerous. Always of dangerous. That. And I don't think Shapovalov has it in. I, I don't either. Karatsev could be. That's the Karatsev got all the way to the semis last year. He could be sneaky. But it's still Sasha's Zverev's to, uh, to lose. And then the third quarter, some people have quarters to bet on here, by the way. Third quarter, it's the, uh, it's the Casper Rude, Andy Murray. That's the interesting quarter. Yeah. Because that could be, that's the one where it's going to be interesting. Because Tsitsipas is not in form right now. And that's the one with Sinner as well. And I, I, he's he's interesting to me in the will he take kind of that next step. Is Rublev in that quarter too? Um, or is he the fourth? Yes, 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 he is. So Rublev's in there too. No, no, Rublev's in the last one. Oh no, he's in. The, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. they're right next to each other. Yep, yep, yep. So those are the guys in that. The yep. third, the third quarter is the one that's the most up for grabs. And then the fourth one is you know the one with Rublev, but that's also the one with Medvedev. By the way, because because it's it's all Medvedev's to lose, but there's there's really good players in there. Cressy's playing Isner. There's a great matchup between Rusevori and Ogier Ali Asim to begin, but it's Medvedev's. Yeah, I I think I have a a decent little ceiling for the overall career of Sinner, but I mean like sixteen to one. There's just no like that's just not enough on him in this turn. Like I mean, if it's not one of those top three. I'm going to be. I want. I want more than. I want more than a sixteen to one sitting in my account. That's it, for sure. It's top heavy. We'd love yeah. to give you longer shots, but honestly, it's Joker, Medvedev, Zverev. And there is the quarter betting. You can uh, DraftKings will have up. They don't have up for the men's side. They have up for the women's side right now. Um, I guess I'm. They have the quarters up. Yeah, I'm wondering if the Djokovic situation maybe has something to do with that. But yeah, yes, probably. They don't want hundred percent. That's yeah, what yeah. they don't so want them. A lot more betting options on the women's side currently up at DraftKings. Yeah, and, and and if you can find the quarter betting on the men's side, that'd be interesting on that third quarter we talked about. On the on the women's side, listen on the outrights. Ash Barty is in such great form now, plus two seventy five. But she like if you go through it bracket by bracket. She's going to have to, from like the fourth round on, she would have to play Osaka. Yeah. You never know what you're getting with Osaka. Then, like, there's a semi that could be Krajikova or Bedosa. Then it would, like, be Iga in the finals. I mean, she would, ha- she would actually have to beat a lot of really good players. So that is one of the things about the Ash Barty play, that even though she is absolutely the favorite, it's going to be fascinating to bet her match by match. 
is it one of those like if you're looking at futures, you stay away from both her like the the this mar- futures market, I should say, odds to win the whole thing. Should you stay away from Barty and Osaka since they're in that same quarter? I think Iga, to be honest with you, is the best bet long shot. Long shot meaning double digits, short double digits, but still a long shot. Because she's on the other side. She's the shortest shot in her uh, yeah. quarter. Of Would it be quarters. hard for you to have an Osaka ticket just because you just don't know you what don't you're going to get? You yeah, don't yeah, know. Like you just don't. And, 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 again, we hope that everything has been worked out and we hope that she's fine. But, I mean, there's no guarantee. Like, she might play two matches and then call it quit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, she's like, she might play two matches and then say, like, okay, I, I don't want to play anymore. Anisimova. A lot of people have Anisimova tickets. She just came off a uh, preliminary tournament win. She won a title. Her second of her career, 35 to 1. So she's in great form. I just don't think she can win it, though. Should be fun. I'll talk to Dan Weston about this tomorrow morning on a numbers game. Trey Wingo on the NFL next. Beeson's primetime action. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Tune up your lineup, join the AutoZone Get in the Zone Challenge, and play free fantasy football in this two part contest series to compete for a cut of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash AutoZone now to get in, on the, uh, to get in rather, on the action. Get in the zone. AutoZone. <laughs> Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I liked the little the little combo right there. Yeah. Guys, and people was, think a lot of work doesn't go into this show. That Come was on. Good. People think we plan that. <laughs> we don't. We did spend all break practicing that. Getting the timing down. So this you guys were telling me this because I wasn't here last week. But the first time you guys read this, Kelly botched the tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you botch that jingle? He just, he just. I hadn't seen the commercial in a while. I had to, I had to rewatch it. So what were you like? Get in the zone. Yeah, basically. Like, it wasn't everyone's... as bad as he's making it seem. Auto zone. But it was off. I, I'll be the first one yeah. to admit it was off. Yeah. It, it wasn't like that bad. It's hard to replicate. <laughs>
It was good though. It I'm was sure, good. Sure it, the you, you guys, people you guys nailed. You guys nailed that one. Oh, so yeah. yeah, we nailed that. Yeah. I can't wait for that promo to be read again. I've never looked forward to a promo that big, ever. Let's go. So we every hour. Ninety-seven seventy-two at the end of three. <sighs> Down to twenty-five, baby. Clay three of eleven. Yeesh. Steph four of eleven. Mm. Well, if you knew that. You could probably guess they'd be down twenty. If you saw, yeah, if yeah. you could see the future. Yeah. All right, let's let's play real quick. Who's going to score for the Portland Trailblazers tonight? Okay. Um. No, they have not announced their start. Let's also play bad beat of the night because they're up. It's ninety-seven seventy-two heading into the fourth quarter, and Giannis has twenty-nine points. Oh. And I wonder and if he half. plays at all in the fourth quarter. Yeah, probably not. Thirty and a half was the uh, was the point prop. <laughs> oh, oh no! Yeah, you're like, right. He uh, might not play bad. at all in the fourth uh. quarter. So the tr- Portland Trailblazers, which, by the way, Damian Lillard will be getting surgery on that abdominal issue issue he's had that dates back to about June. So it's a, he's been dealing with this for a while. Uh, he will be out for six to eight weeks, I believe was the oh. report. C.J. McCollum's still out. They will not have Cody Zeller tonight, Anthony Simons, Norman Powell, or Larry Nance Jr., who have, uh, I would say... Powell, Simons, and Nance Jr., I would guess, have been their three leading scorers over the past uh, month. So They're going to be able to cobble together eight guys? I thi- I, it, they're going to be right at that number. Yeah. That, was, that was my question earlier. It's got to be eight or nine. So it's up to 11.5 now. It was, it was 11 across the board when we got here. It's 11.5 now. The total has dropped to 210 also across the board as well, probably on that news that you, that you just read. Yeah, probably. So, okay, we have Ben McElmore, who's set at 16.5 for his point prop. Ben McElmore, who is, uh, if you go by the Blazers' depth chart, he's lined up as the third shooting guard. Not anywhere higher than that on the depth chart. Sure. Dennis sure. Smith Jr. will be filling in at point guard hey, tonight. Hey, Dennis Smith Jr., baby. 14.5 is his point prop. Years mm-hmm. of Nurkic, which I would guess the entire offense will flow through tonight, is set at 17.5, which is not very high, except for he's going to have one of the best uh, you know, centers on the planet, Jokic, uh, picking him up for most of the night. So I'm not sure I would go there. Nasir Little set at 13.5 points, and Robert Covington at 10.5. I would. I think this year Little is probably the one I would go over with Matt, but uh, I don't know that I'm gonna have the stones to pull the trigger on one of these before this game. It's just it's so hard, right? Because you just have absolutely no idea. Yeah, wait. It definitely, if you are considering something like this tonight, a it's not bad betting, right? I, right. I mean, obviously they have all these guys out. Someone's got to score. Someone, right? Like you just you basically just you pick your guy and you just got to ride with your horse. And, and more likely than not, which like I'm going to guess more than half the, the half the guys posted at whatever book you're looking at on the Blazers are probably going to go over whatever prop they have listed because they have to protect themselves going so far low with how little output these guys usually put up on a nightly basis. So, um, yeah, I'm not running to bet any of these, but there's de- this is definitely a a prime betting opportunity tonight if you kind of know who's going to be getting the shots up. I was pretty impressed that we could recognize all those names on the Blazers that you went through. But I'm, I'm curious. About, I, I thought you were going to say something, by the way. Giannis, jersey off. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! But is that is it jersey? I don't even have it. On. I don't is know it, if it means he can still throw it back on, but he's yeah. in a t-shirt. Is it jersey off? Like I've been working so hard, I'm, I'm soaked. I need a new jersey. You know what I mean? So get me back out there. I, it feels I, like jersey off. I'm chilling. I'm done for the rest of the night. Like yeah. it looked as if jersey off. Hey, yeah. we're coasting. So 
We're up. T- we're up yeah. twenty six with just under eleven minutes left. If nothing goes wrong here, I'm staying on the bench. What did he get? He had twenty nine, and his total was thirty and a half. It's brutal. Yeah. Brutality. Ah, they cut it to twenty three. You never know. You never know. Might have to come back in. The Warriors in their traditional blue, yellow, yeah. and red. <laughs> exactly. That's like my least favorite Warriors uniform of the last ten years. Why do they keep wearing this jersey? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't like that one. No all. idea. I'm, I'm with you. It's my least favorite yeah. of uh, actually maybe F maybe F. They have so many cool ones too. These someone might get lucky here. It's twenty one. Yeah, I was gonna say someone might get lucky. Yeah, here. Giannis might have to come back in if they keep doing yeah. this. Huh? It could get dicey. Could be interesting. Imagine, um, imagine you're holding that ticket. And it, the last thing you're thinking is because they're going to be winning by 30 in the fourth quarter is the reason you yes. don't get your prop home. Um, before we get to Trey Wingo, we haven't had a chance to just sit down amongst us and say, what bets do we have this weekend in the NFL? So if you could, Matt, just repeat to anyone who missed it earlier this week what you have so far, what you may be betting moving forward. Yeah, I, I am so incredibly boring uh, as right as of right now, I have an under fifty one ticket in the 49ers Cowboys game, and that is the only thing in my account right now. Wow, um, it's just not a. The week has not really appealed to me all that much. With everything, I could probably find myself at some point on a Bucks Niners teaser, but that would be that was my two leg team uh, teaser on the Mega. But that'd today. be about it, yeah. you know. I mean, look if this if this Bengals line continues to fall, then then I will, I will get involved on on Cincinnati side. I mean, like it, it, there's a there's a four and a half available right now. Yeah, that's getting a little odd to me. They, they might be tied into a money line parlay or something. Yeah, like if this continues to if this continues to fall, I, I'll I'll get involved in that one for sure. Like I thought six was probably a like a little bit too many, but I mean, if this thing's gonna get to four, is that a global four and a half or is that a Vegas four and a half? That's a rest of country four and a half. Interesting, because I was wondering yeah. if we would ever see. If the Raiders ever got to the postseason, this just in, they did. Yes. Would we ever see a different number on them in Las Vegas versus the world? Well, we saw it. We saw it Sunday night. Right. And I imagine we'll see it again here with this. That's why, like, I would wait. And that's this is to a micro part of our audience. But I mean, I would certainly wait on that one if you were a Vegas better. No, but it's interesting, right? Because we we always wondered if if there was a team here. Because we saw mm-hmm. when the Vegas Golden Knights. And the Vegas Golden Knights are still good. Yeah. But when they were, you know, that first Stanley Cup season, the amount of money here on them, right? The regional bias was unbelievable. Skewed every single game. Puck lines. Yeah. I mean, everybody was playing a puck line. They would get home. They got all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals, beaten by the Washington Capitals, by the way. Uh, okay. With the Raiders, we wondered, we even speculated, at least I did, you and I did with Jay Rude, our buddy from yeah. uh, MGM back in the day, Vice President of Racing Sports at MGM in the back, in the, uh, you know, past years, we're like, okay, do you think there would ever be a point where, hey, if the Raiders, if the Raiders were playing the Giants, let's use the New York, New Jersey example, they're playing the Giants, might we see one number there and another number here? And and I think we're going to, I do think at this point we're going to see, I think this, this Vegas, I, I think that the Raiders number, if anything, that it moves in, in well, it depends on which direction you're, you want, but I, I think it'll move. Against the, the the Bengals because I mean like this this team gets a ton of support here. We saw it on Sunday night, and I think that we'll see it again here in this game as well. So that's why I'm just going to hold out. If this thing gets four, I'm going to I'll, I'll play Cincinnati. Like the only four, thing you four have is too much under Niners Cowboys. 
I the only thing I did was Im- when immediately those lines came out. Uh oh, Giannis not with jersey but sitting on scorer's table. Talking to Steve Kerr like, hey man, he's don't coming, make me have to come back in. You think he's coming back in? I think he might be. Uh, the only thing I bet was at the very beginning, I took the Patriots plus the four and a half, I took the Steelers plus the 13, and I took the Niners plus the three. Those first two got the best of it so far. And that third one, you know what the only thing that concerns me about that one? Everybody's on the Niners. That can't be good. Do you know one person is on the Cowboys? Uh, I am. Kelly Bidlin, that's right. You were the guy. That's it. I couldn't remember this morning. I was like, I know one person. I can't remember who. So, Like you just said, I haven't heard anybody else. Anybody. I don't know what happened today, but the the Cowboys money started coming in today. So it's it's three juiced now. I think think this is the one where the Cowboys money will will take this off the three. It's it's, it's 115 at DraftKings, 115 at MGM. It's 115 at Bet365, 115 at William Hill. Uh, rest of country, so it has started to started to take some juice, and then here in Vegas, it's even it's one twenty at Westgate, it's one twenty at Golden Nugget, um, one fifteen at Win, one fifteen at Circa. So the 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 money has started to come in on the Cowboys a little bit as of Thursday here. Warriors down to eighteen. Here come the Dubs. Giannis better get back in this game. Eighteen with nine twenty seven left. The, uh, oh, the old 17 to 3 run. Wait, that is Giannis, isn't he? He's back in. He's back in, gets fouled, and uh, point he's going to go to the line for point prop people. Not point plop, point prop. Trey Wingo next, NFL. Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Visa has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. It's our all-new Big Game Big Dance Dancing special. Big! <laughs> Providing Visa Plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails. 24-7 video access. The upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guides plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. One of the most exciting betting seasons of the year? I think so. So don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. Visit VEASAN.com slash deal. To sign up today, Gil, Matt, and Kelly from the South Point. It's prime time action. Prime, prime time action. I'm going to ask you some Megapod questions, uh, Matt. The Beating the Book Megapod podcast, wherever uh, podcasts are available, Beating the Book. We do the Megapod on Thursdays. Today, uh, Drew Densick was our guest. The game you want no part of, of these six, if I said to you, you live in a bizarro world, you must bet a side on five of the six. Yeah. But one you want no part of whatsoever that game would be. It's going to be the. It's going to be the. At the current number, it would be the Bucks and Eagles because it's just a. There's there is a lot of wild card into that with the, the weather situation. There is a lot of uncertainty. We don't know what it's going to look like. I mean, like we have a guess as to what it's going to look like over there. But again, Kelly, you you mentioned. I mean, it, you get into that part of the country and. Even though right now it may look like it's going to clear out before game time, it certainly could go right through game time. I mean, like it it could it, it could be horrible down there. And so, with that uncertainty, the obviously when it's when it's raining that hard, the winds are are worse. And so, like, how bad is the wind going to be? How uh, there's so many uh, so many factors here for me that I, I would I wouldn't be able to touch the that. One, one. The one that I was wondering when I started hearing about people, you know, bringing up the weather for, for this game like yesterday, when I look when I went and looked at the schedule. I'm like, wait, so 
you had choices of when to slot these games, and you decided to slot a game that's played in in Florida in the afternoon window, where there's rain almost every you know every other day. I mean, yeah, it's winter time; it's less going on right now, but. I, it's one p. A game kicks off at one p.m. Eastern time. It's the like worst time you could plan a game for that area. Spoke, um, spoken like a man who spent time in South Florida. That's right. Yeah. The uh, I think the game for me that I want no part of would still be Cardinals Rams. It for me, it's one of those two. It's Cardinals Rams or Eagles Tampa Bay. It's one. Of, I just have no feel for either of those games. I guess the thing, at least with Cardinals-Rams, you can just try and decide how the game is going to go based off of a handicap, and it's a dome game, so it's not like like you, you can at least ride with that and not be derailed off of that by Mother Nature, to whereas at least this one, like I could feel fairly confident one way or another, and then it just changed on a dime considering as to how the weather's going to be there. But uh, like I mentioned, in that first game, the way that, that Brady and them attacked them, I mean, he, Brady threw 42 times, completed 34 of the 42, but it was only for 297 yards because, again, it was just dink-dunk dink down dunk. the field the, the, the whole time, you know. And so if, that, if it tells you anything, O.J. Howard had six catches in that <laughs> oh, game. Man. You know, Leonard Fournette had another six catches in that game. Cameron Brait had three catches. Gio Bernard, who no longer with them, of course, had a couple of catches. Ronald Jones had a catch. So you can just see it was a ton of underneath, a ton of short passes, a ton of high-percentage passes to these guys because, again, Philadelphia doesn't ever blitz. They don't get a ton of pressure on the quarterback, and so Brady just sat back there and kind of does what Brady does. If, you, if he has time all day long, then – which, by the way, even teams that do blitz and even teams that are – have good defensive lines. I mean, Brady was the one of the best protected quarterbacks in the NFL all season long as it was anyway. But, like, yeah, I mean, he I, – I imagine, though, it'll be a bunch of the same, you know, a bunch of dink dunks down the field – the Eagles will try to run the ball. You know, they'll try to, to to do what they do best as well. So I think this could end up, especially if you if you do mix in some weather here and there is some wind and there is like, you know, the only of course the only time we ever talk about the only time we ever bring up the word torrential is when we're talking about rain and a football game, essentially. But yes, torrential oh, rains. Yeah. You know, um definitely one of those words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So torrential rains uh coming in, then yeah, that's gonna be um that's gonna be one of those interesting games for me as as far as like, you know, even though I think that the Bucs are clearly the better team and all, but like you're looking at an eight and a half point spread in a game that might be so incredibly affected by by the elements, does it play tight just because of of, of what's dealt their way? You know, real quick, if I said which of the big favorites you think is the most likely to lose outright, but I took the Cowboys off the board, which would be your choice? Which of the other favorites is the most likely to lose outright? And you took the Cowboys off the board. Took the Cowboys off the board. You're not allowed to pick that one. I guess the Rams. Okay. I guess the Rams would be mine. That was that was mine yeah. too. Yeah. Oh no, I said the Bills. Bills today is what I would go with because I'm on the Patriots plus the points. So, and the teaser was exactly what you said. If you get it's it's the Bucks and who else are you looking for as a dance partner? And I took the Niners because I don't know if there's any other one that makes a ton of sense, right? Patriots like, to me was the other choice. Yeah, could yeah, yeah. could. You, I guess you just have to determine. Do you want to go through the uh, four and the seven with the Niners or through the seven and the ten with the Patriots? Yeah. I suppose. So. Uh, let's bring him in for uh, five good minutes. We'd love to uh, have this gentleman on. You know him for many years at ESPN. Now he is Caesar's chief trends officer and brand ambassador. You can follow him on Twitter at Wingos. That's with a Z at the end. Has his own podcast now called Trey Wingo Presents Half Forgotten History. It's Trey Wingo, everybody. How you doing, sir? Good, guys. How are you? And thanks for mentioning the pod. We just dropped an episode today with Greg Olson talking about his playing career as well as his stellar broadcasting career. 
he's going to be a superstar in the business. Yeah, he, he is phenomenal. Uh, getting to see him here in recent years, really good future for him. Let me just ask you straight out, Trey. What is your favorite bet of this weekend? Well, you guys were talking about it, right? There's there's two that I'm not touching, no matter what the spread is, and that's the Bucks at home, and also the Chiefs against the Steelers. Like I don't care what the spread is there. That's just a terrible matchup. The Steelers have played the Patrick Mahomes Chiefs twice. They've lost twice and given up 78 points. Three weeks ago, they were down 30 to nothing before they even got in the game. So those are the two that I'm steering away from. Those are the two that I would bet large sums of your money on because I just feel like they're terrible matchups. And, you know, the, the Bucks at home are so good. They're the only team, I think, that had five games at home this season where they, uh, they, they beat their opponents by over 20 points. Their average margin of victory at home is 16-plus. Uh, those, those are the two that really stick out to me. Trey, we look at this uh, this Cardinals Rams, and you know we thought we were going to get DeAndre Hopkins back for the Cardinals. That's not going to be the case. Maybe we're going to get JJ Watt back. It seems like that that is is according to some reports out there more than likely actually to happen by Monday. And then we've kind of seen this Rams team sputter here down the stretch. Um, it's a very very interesting game top to bottom here because both of these teams with a lot of upside, but haven't really been consistent in showing that upside. Well, you're right, but the one thing we do know for sure is that it's probably better that the Cardinals didn't win the division. <laughs> I mean, they were 8-1 and one, uh, on the road this season. Absolutely ridiculous, straight up and against the spread on the road. 6-0 straight up and against the spread as road dogs. And the Rams have been just really mediocre at home, 5-3 and three straight up, 4-4 four and four against the spread at home. Uh, and L.A. was 0-6 this season, favored against a team that finished the season at 500 better, which clearly the Cardinals did. Both of these teams won in the other team's stadium. It just, I don't know why it is. The Cardinals are just way better on the road than they are at home. And I think the Rams have some problems. Like, who is Matthew Stafford? His 41 touchdown pass is second behind Brady, right? But he also tied rookie Trevor Lawrence with the most interceptions at 17. And that's just a really big wild card if you're counting on someone in the postseason. I mean, which guy shows up? Trey, if I said to you, number ones and number two seeds off the board right now, Who's the team from either conference that you could see making a deep run? And by deep run, I mean even getting to the Super Bowl. Well, you know, the, the, the one that comes to mind, and I say it with great trepidation, uh, in, in all honesty, uh, would be Dallas. Um, when they're good, they're really good. But when they're bad, they're really bad. I mean, that loss to the Broncos is almost unexplainable. Uh, the loss to the Cardinals, where they didn't have Hopkins and they didn't have Connor, and they were just coming off a 56-point beatdown of the Washington football team, it's just it's problematic, you know. But when they're on, I mean, they they led the league in points scored in yards. The last time that happened was 50 years ago in 1971. And, oh, by the way, that Cowboys team went on to win Super Bowl six. So, like, when they're cooking, they can play with anybody. But they just do this thing. It's like someone put, like, you know, water in the gas tank every once in a while, and they just seem to sputter. Trey, on the other side, on the on the AFC side of that, do you think if you were sitting in the if you were sitting in the boardrooms, you're sitting in the meeting rooms, you were sitting in with all of everybody that makes the, the important decisions here, those AFC teams, if if you asked them to be completely honest and it could be completely anonymous, they wouldn't want to play the Cincinnati Bengals because of that offense. Listen. There's not a group of skilled players, 25 or younger, better 
and what we have in Cincinnati. I mean, Joe Burrow has a lot of Joe Montana. He really, really does. And obviously, Jamar Chase has been phenomenal. Joe Mixon still is 25, okay? Then you add in T. Higgins, and, and we're talking about a group that is absolutely peaking at the right time, but it is a new experience. And any potential win is a new experience for the Bengals. I mean, the last time the Bengals won a playoff game, text messaging wasn't invented. <laughs> the last one in January of 1991, text became uh, a thing in 1992. Trey, we got to jump in. We got to run, but we appreciate it very much, sir. You got it, guys. Anytime. Appreciate you. Everybody. Trey Wingo, everybody, right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. Coming up, we'll wrap it up next. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbooks bringing back Hammer the Over for the wild card round. You, the fans, have all the power for every 5,000 people. Bet the over in the Patriots Bills game on Saturday. The line will drop by a half point. You control how low the total will go. Download the app now and hammer the over down. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in select states. Must be 21. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for full details. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Kraken still down? Or up, rather? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. You're yeah. in on that, huh? Yeah. Fading them? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? One nothing still? Yeah, crack is yeah. just kills him. Oh. Matt Brown, areas of expertise: golf, football. Not areas of expertise: the Kraken. The Kraken. Oh, Kevin Knopf, you make this birdie. Oh, oh Kevin Knopf, do not make this. Kevin Knopf. Kevin Knopf. Oh no! Oh, oh lips oh, out. That's good. <laughs> he is. He doesn't get it. Henley, let's go. Let's he said go. What one happened. shot back. Let me win one of these once. One time. 
One shot back. You have Kevin Knott. Excuse me. You have uh, Russell Henley at 40 to 1. 41 first round leader. You'll, you'll have a. Uh, I also have Sung JM first round leader, but that, that's not going to. He's there. dead last, right? Yeah, he was. Uh, I don't know if uh, his birdie to move him up to plus two has moved him up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Last. He's no longer dead last. Yeah. Yes. So you got two guys in Furyk and Nah, one stroke ahead of you. Yeah. So you would. Uh, and show she- Seamus out there. And Seamus is still out there, yeah. Seamus is that. Seamus has one more hole to go, though. Yeah, he's on the par five, eighteenth right now. So is Corey Connors. So, I, so I should at least know where they're at. Hmm. Just want you guys to know, I have ten dimes on the South Alabama Georgia State game. Who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, Luke really? Glove. Oh, got a yeah. I got some lingerers. I got some lingerers. What do you mean? Oh, you you're got, looking pretty good right now. Oh, you got lurkers is yeah. what you got. Yeah, you, you know? got lurkers. You're let's looking get, pretty good right now. Let's get that term right. Seamus, shank it. Milwaukee beats Golden State 118-99. to 99. The old comprehensive win for the Bucks. I'm waiting to see a starting lineup for the for the Blazers. I think I'm going to play some Nasir Little over 13 and a half points. Is Trey, Ling- is Trey Wingo's baby okay? I hope so. Do we check on, on the child? Mm-hmm. Seemed like a child in distress. I think he was exercising with it. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was doing curls with his <laughs> child. With the, baby, yeah. the child was in distress, and he was out of breath. But at least we got uh, some football thoughts. Kelly has a first-round leader bet that is better than my whole tournament bet. Yeah, so Kelly alluded to this earlier, that it gets a little squirrely in terms of outrights for the tournament versus first-round leader. Yeah, and really, I mean, really what that is is you're talking, you know, we like we talk about this a lot. Four rounds, it gives you more time to see the be- the, the cream rise to the top, right? Makes the better sense. players are going to rise to the top at the end, which means the first round can be way more random. So yeah. what you're going to oh, – that was Cameron Smith. Okay. Totally intuitive. What you're going to yeah. see is that the shorter odd guys for the tournament, you're going to find longer odds for, for first round, and vice versa, longer odd guys for the tournament, you're going to find shorter odds on. So I believe Jason Weingarten, he has a first round leader bet on Furick. I think he his was sixty to one. I'm a Texan. Where right we now. know Furick is well over a hundred to one for the tournament. So yeah, Henley was. What'd you get him at for the tournament? Thirty five. So thirty five. I have him forty. So those guys are usually around in the same range for first round uh, odds. That makes sense, right? Yeah. The, the, the talent should manifest over time. The lesser talent has a better shot on the shorter runway. Especially we talk, I mean, that's basically our whole breakdown for some of these tournaments, right, Matt? If we want the guy who, who's going to hopefully catch hot putting for four straight days, you know, a lot of times with these first round, you just need the guy who's going to get, uh, get hot putting for one, the first round. Yeah, I mean, I've. I've got Henley, obviously, as you just mentioned. So I, I got Corey Connors. Henley's at seven under right now. Co- Connors is at six under right now. So that's that's good. Uh, Hoagie, who I have at a hundred to one, is sitting at four under right now. That has him. That has him. You know, again within striking distance, considering how all this is done. I got the the top bets on some of these guys. Hood is five under. There you go. <laughs> he finished five under. Bless you. So that's good. Seamus Power, obviously, I have on the. In those uh, all those top markets as what, well. So. What do you think you say louder, Kraken or Bazudenhut? I uh, love Bazudenhut. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a fantastic. It's fun word. to say. It's a fantastic. It really word. is. It's such a good one. I'm, my, my boy Takumi Kanaya finished at four under as well. He's T hey, twenty. Hey, he's your boy now. Yeah. Hey, you see who's uh, making a move right now? Jason Kokrak. Yeah, they keep I, they keep showing him. I got close to firing on him. It was just such a long number. 
For a guy who won three times on tour last year, he still gets no respect, man. Nobody likes him. We're going to be all over him again this year. He gets no respect at all. Nobody we, likes him. Can we just get on a the plane? The Rodney Dangerfield of golf. Can we just go on a plane and get to this tournament tomorrow? I know, right? God, look at this. I know. Oh, man. Let's do a – Let's. Well, we No, they – those flights to Hawaii are like at midnight. We could just go get on oh. tonight. Like we just get on the mid- midnight. <laughs> We'd arrive. We'll just do the show yeah. tomorrow. We'd just let all the bosses right know the that we're time. already in Hawaii. Yeah. We're gonna have to where, do the show. P.S. We will send you the invoice. What do you think? We, we'll go to Reed Fowler's. What do you think they do if they were like guys? If we call them, we're like we're in Hawaii. Yeah. All what do you mean? Though, so we can do the show. Yeah. We'll I mean, but we're share, all here. Well, the so we can do the show. Share one webcam from a hotel room or Reed Fowler's house in Hawaii. Seamus for Birdie. Oh, from Point Blank Range. He misses it. He misses. Oh, that was huge for you. That was huge. That was his final hole from Point Blank Range. Yeah, that was on 18. It. Oh, oh, that was monster gosh. for you. There we go. I like it. I like it. He shoots a, fi- a first round 63. Wow. And that was two and a half feet tops. Yeah. What, what I'm what I'm having trouble understanding is why Henley is totally in this, and they're not showing him like at all. It is a. It's always curious to me about golf coverage how they just decide yeah. at the beginning of the day we're not interested in this guy. I mean, we've seen every shot from Kevin. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's wrong because he's been doing unbelievable. And things. he's the defending champion. Oh, too bad oh, you went the trap. He nah. found some sand. What oh, do you know? I feel so bad for you. <laughs> Let's go, Russ! Let's go! Such a window into the minds of betters. Oh, sorry you hit the sand trap there, buddy. Jeremy right. Davis, who's five shots off. We don't care about that so much. Yep. Let's get you home, Kelly. I want to see you win something here. That would be it nice. would be that would be that would be fun. The little first round leader. Yeah. Put him in for here. show content too, and they well, really I mean, didn't help to the last segment. And it's it's pretty nice on day one to know that you're gonna have a winning tournament. Yeah. See that that's the appeal of those, right? But they're like the blackjack sucker bets, you know? Like you got you gotta bet them every time. Or the only time I the only reason I did it for this tournament because this tournament last week, because we knew we were gonna be on the air with the tournament going on. Didn't Reed mention Michael Thompson? Yes, he did. Did he? He's T three yep. right now. All right, here's Henley. This is a big Henley, shot. Second little, shot on sixteen. Come on. Put it close. Come on, Russell Henley. It's my one and done, by the way. Come on, Russell Henley. Oh, Kelly. All right. Oh, we got a birdie putt, baby. We got, got a birdie, birdie putt. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> this is awesome. There we what go. Let me give you multiple choice here. What do you think the enjoyment is of people listening to three guys sweating golf bets? <laughs> I don't know, but I always hear it's their favorite part of the a, show. So. A, 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 they can relate to the, you know, just absolute betting nature of it. Or B, they're like, guys, come yeah, on. Yeah, calm down. You're crazy. Or how many are like, guys, it's the first round. It's the why, first why round. Why he goes yeah. right to yeah. the first, first round bet? It's the first round bet. I forgot how long these hockey intermissions are. I don't want to bet. It's still <laughs> like at intermission. What, what is they this? They haven't even started the third still. yet. I was just. Oh, uh, uh, man, you can get plus 140 now. Uh, at least. I mean, it was like I wanted to like have a little fun here on the last couple of segments, and it's, they're in there. Polishing their skates or whatever they do during the intermission. <laughs> Polishing their whatever skates. they do, sharpening them. <laughs> sharpening them. Whatever they do. Yeah. There's a kid from Louisiana polishing There's, their skates. Whatever the, uh, they do it and during the intermission. I will take this time to update some other ones. Please. The Grizzlies on the ropes from the Timberwolves. They they're up 78-76. Three minutes remaining in the third quarter. Uh, the Pelicans still still over the Clippers. That is 89-72. Uh, eight and a half minutes remaining in the game. Uh, and then here's another surprise one tonight. Thunder all over all over the Nets on the second half of back to back. It is seventy to fifty one at the half. Thunder. Whoa. 
How about that? No Durant tonight. No Kyrie tonight. That yeah. explains it. Yeah, they're depleted. Yeah. James Harden still playing basketball tonight, though? He did. He did. Now, probably not very well by the score. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, I mean, I get it. Those two aren't playing, but really they're down 19? Yes. Yeah, still at halftime? He's got 16. Harden does. Shea Gilgis-Alexander with 21.7 assists, five rebounds in the first half. No relation. Not your cousin? No. No? You get that a lot? Hey, guys. I do. Every once in a while. By the way, that, that when we were watching, uh, Giannis went one for two from the line. He finished with 30 even. Are you oh, kidding me? man. Yeah. We totally looked away. We figured it was yeah. done. Yeah. He went one for two, and then they pulled him. Oh. Just, just put this in the ocean. Kevin Na from deep in the sand trap. Put it in the ocean. Oh, instead, it's a beauty. It's I don't mean to absolute laugh. Absolute beauty. Oh. Anyone holding that. that that Giannis, that's that's brutal. That's that's, that's brutal. a brutal beat for that one. He does go 30, 12, and 11, though, triple double tonight. He tied Michael Jordan for all time triple doubles tonight. Who did? Giannis? Giannis. Yes. Yeah. Jordan wasn't really a triple double guy. Yeah. Triple doubles weren't quite the thing back then. Fat Lever used to have a lot of triple doubles back then. It's an old school 80s reference. All right. We done all we could do. Nightcap is next. Tim Murray, Sean King from Circa. Uh, I don't know if they're going to take you through the rest of the golf tournament. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be as fascinated <laughs> I'll be over to as Circa we soon. are. They might look at college basketball more than that. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.